0: Welcome back to Not Gospel Studios. I'm Cliff, the beardless wonder. I did not age regress. I shaved my beard on accident, and now I look stupid. Feel free to leave a comment about how (laughs) foolish I look beardless. A beard is men's makeup. My friend Jay's in the studio with me today, also known as Kilo Fury. He podcasts, he travels, he's got insight like you wouldn't believe. You gotta check my friend out. Beard intact. Beard intact. He's got a good sweet beard. (laughs) If you meet them, you'll never be the same. Jay, welcome to the studio. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do after that. <laughs> the idea of friendship has been on my mind. And so I wanted to talk to you about it because you and I are friends. And there are two ways to introduce your friend to the world. One is like the facts and like this, is this other human that I know. Or pump your friend up to the world. Or pump the world up mm. to meet your friend. You know what I'm saying?
1: You caught me off guard with that. I I didn't know where you were going.
0: (laughs) When I started the idea of podcasting and and some of these other ventures, podcasting, writing my dad's book, Man of God, which you can get. It's back here in my bookshelf, of course. I have lots of copies. I'd love to send you one. (laughs) When I started to do all that, write the book and do a podcast I had two friends I talked to and one was like you're not gonna write a best-selling novel or man how serious are you gonna take podcasting which may have been a realistic response Mm. you know but then I had another friend that when I said I was gonna podcast and think about writing a book who who was like that's awesome and they started looking up on their phone ways to self-publish and they're like, dude, I think you can totally do it. Like here, it says here it takes so many days and this much money to get it like edited and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And yeah. he was doing more research on the idea I just shot out there than I, than I had done already hmm. because he was supporting me mm-hmm. as a friend. And both of them are like lifelong friends. <laughs> and yeah. they just, the responses were totally different. Mm-hmm. So the question that I'm running through right now is, Jay, do you have good friends right now in your life? That puts you on the spot, because like people are gonna, may watch this.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know I do. Of course, uh, Herb.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, do you have... Present company included. <clears throat> at this season in your life, do you think you have a big enough posse right now of close friends?
1: Well, they say that the... The fewer friends you have, the closer they are, yeah. right? So okay. it's, it's better to have a few really close friends than a whole bunch of... Acquaintances. Acquaintances, you know, yeah. people you call, like Facebook friends, you know? Mm-hmm. They're not really friends. <laughs> you see them in public, and you don't even say hi.
0: <laughs> if you don't know my birthday, except for being reminded from Facebook, yeah. <laughs> we're probably not close friends. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Which is sad, because exactly. most of my really close friends, I don't get the day right, but I know the month. <laughs> I'm like, I know your birthday's in March, not yours. But yeah. I was thinking about this with another friend. So I've never considered, I guess, uh, when you talk about having a big enough
1: posse to, <sighs> to need that many friends. I've never needed a whole lot of friends, you know, just those who really know me, <clears throat> you know.
0: Well, well, what creates the need for friends? That's the thing, is like, mm. If you're the amount, the amount and the number of good friends you have, whether or not you feel like you have the right amount depends on your need, your necessity Mm -hmm. for friends. Like at this stage in your life, then how necessary do you think it is to function well and not just live and breathe and and Mm -hmm. walk around, but to thrive? How necessary do you think close friendships should be or ought to be or or is Mm -hmm. for you? They're very important, of course. Um, I think a lot of
1: people who are married or have you know a significant other, their best friend is their spouse. Sure, um, they've
0: always got that one person,
1: yeah. and that's and that sometimes that's all people have. Mm-hmm. For me, I've had the pleasure and advantage or privilege to to have close friends besides a spouse. That they can actually talk to me about the problems I'm having with my spouse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can go to free counseling. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> you you knew you do need a third party sometimes to bounce ideas off of. Uh,
0: dude, agreed, agreed. I personally feel like requiring friends is normal. Some people say, well, you shouldn't like grow up. You should be able to live out in the woods by yourself just fine. And I'm like, mm. nah. I, I I'm pretty convinced that interpersonal relationships is required for mm. thriving as a human. Yeah. I'm not saying you, you can't survive out in the woods by yourself. You can't be like freaking Tom Hanks on the island. Well, <laughs> you know, you'll make it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'm, I'm just talking about thriving and and pushing on and, and getting being better the next day than you were today. Mm-hmm. I feel like interpersonal relationships and friendships are, like, vital. Here's my problem, though. Do you think there's anything in our culture pushing the significance of friendships and being a friend or even teaching people how to be a good quality friend and the reason mm-hmm. i asked that is because of those two responses i told you about at first i was super mm-hmm. offended from one of my friends who responded in this way that i said thought was terribly negative and mm-hmm. i'm like why why couldn't you just be supportive but then i begin to think is there anything in our culture in the past since I've been alive that is promoting and pushing the importance of being a friend, not not a you know man and wife, husband and wife, boyfriend girlfriend? Mm. Because you see, every day there's all this focus mm. on getting a relationship. Mm-hmm. But is there anything in our culture to, that you can think of that is like pushing the institution of friendship and how vital it is?
1: Mm. No, not that I can think of. Not at all. Like even in even in school, like you're not taught taught to necessarily be a friend or you're actually taught just how not to bully.
0: Just to be nice. Yeah. Or <laughs> n- oh, yeah, not n- offensive. <laughs> not even how to be nice, just how to not be bad. Yeah, yeah. And you're just sitting there like, Well, what's the opposite? Yeah. Yeah. Like you can be
1: nice, but that doesn't make you a good friend. Yeah. Sometimes you can be nice, and somebody
0: needs to be... Uh, firm. Yeah, firm, seriously talk to, you. yeah. If I had so. a good friend here, they would have stopped me from shaving my beard <laughs> and looking like a 15-year-old again. Yes, I agree with you. I could have a good friend to give me the hard truth. No! <laughs> Don't do it! You look so stupid! <laughs> my, my, I told you this. Judah, my three-year-old, literally said looked at me and double-taked. He was watching some show and glanced over and then goes... <laughs> it was like he stopped and I saw something that didn't... The, the the glob did not look right over here. I'm gonna look again and he goes, why you Facebook weird? And I was like, well, thank you. Um, so yes, a good friend could have told me to not do yeah. that. <laughs> but, I was thinking about it from a scriptural perspective as a Christian. It's like, well, well then obviously, what does the Bible say about it? And so, Uh, In the Old Testament, uh, God refers to Abraham as his friend, and it says he was a friend of God, Mm -hmm. and that's big. Abraham started the whole thing. The whole chosen people of God were from Abraham, and God had Abraham's back. God made him promises and and provided for him and, and took care of him, and then you flash forward to Jesus who said, greater love hath no man man than laying down his life for his friends, Mm. you know? And you see him with the disciples, and there are times when he was like looking at Peter and saying, get thee behind me, Satan. You know, he was giving them hard truths, Mm. but then he was also providing for them, you know, taking care of them. Uh, He was trying to make them better every single Mm day. You know, you ought to do this, you ought not, not to do that, and leading by example, and I'm sitting there going, okay, so these are all the examples I have of friendship and how important friendship is. Like, no greater love you have than you lay down your life for your friend. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing in my life that on earth here and in our culture that talks about the significance of friendship. It's all mm-hmm. self based. Yeah. You know, and I don't, why do you think that is? I think because
1: we are so flawed, individually, that we feel like we have to fix ourselves first before we can help somebody else.
0: That might be one philosophy. Are you saying people might think, who would want to be my friend? I've got to get my crap together before, so I can be, because I'm not good for anybody, that kind of thing?
1: Perhaps, uh, you know, there's all kinds of, there's probably thousands of self-help books, right, and self-improvement, self-development. Yeah you know there's no how to make your friends better <laughs> well but i mean like and what i've always said is self self development books are actually not for you they're for other people mm. because if you lived alone in the woods by yourself it doesn't matter Why? how good of a person you are yeah it okay. only matters about your your interaction your relationship with others
0: it seems like everything in the culture is geared towards in- increasing your value You know, like Mm -hmm. go out and get a better job, get more money. You and I were just talking about career opportunities and all this kind of stuff and being excited about getting to travel and and do more things and make more money and all this kind of stuff. But if friendships, real good friendships are valuable, the way to increase your value is to be a good friend to more people. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're a good friend and everybody knows you as a good friend – and Mm. everybody likes being a friend with you, you are more valuable to all of those people Mm. in a genuine way than just, you need a hundred bucks, I got you. Yeah. Because I'm loaded. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Do you feel like that puts a burden on on that individual though? Like, because the more friends you have that you're a good friend to, the more that they'll require you to be a good friend, you know? Probably.
0: Well, and maybe that's, maybe that's the thing. People get caught up in their life and their thing. I've got my kids and my wife or my whatever or I've mm-hmm. got, you know, or, or like you were saying, I'm I'm trying to figure out my next career path and all this stuff and I've got opportunities that I'm trying to do. Like, mm-hmm. the last thing I want is to spend an hour thinking about your burdens and your problems. Mm. You know, like, I mean, maybe that is the thing. I mean, you can you can do that definitely with a couple
1: of close friends but I think if you like I said, if if more people are attracted to you because you're such a good person and uh, you know a good friend, then you're gonna. It's like you're gonna attract people that you can't fit into your, you know, into your life because you've already got obligations and yeah. friendships that you've got to maintain. And it's like, do you add a new friend? If your other friends gonna suffer because of that you know your your time with one person mm-hmm. is going to be taken away
0: but, well do you think technology has made it has shifted what our idea of what a good friend would be and because i just i just thought this now because like before the phone you know your your posse your circle was who you hung out with physically mm-hmm. hung out with and yeah. you would be if they had a breakdown, a meltdown in the middle of hanging out, you ha- had to console and, and be there. And now it's like it went from that to when I was younger, you could sit on the phone for two hours, you know, and th- those were mm-hmm. your close friends, you know, but you still had to have hangouts and, and like get togethers where everybody could do their thing. Like you had mm-hmm. that all the time to to have friends. And now I just feel like, It's so easy to connect, which I'm grateful for because I was on the road and I would use FaceTime to see my kids, Mm -hmm. but that shifts the definition or our perspective of what a a good friend is. Oh yeah, me and this guy are way good friends. We we talk at least like once a month on the phone or FaceTime, you know? Yeah. (laughs) If you could flash back 30 years and somebody said that, they'd be like, you don't even know them. You have like a (laughs) 10-minute conversation once a month? Yeah. I want to be a better friend. To people mm. but because because i'm trying to like the things i want to b- be known for is is i love god i work for the kingdom i love people you know i love mm-hmm. my family love people and i think i also want to take inventory of my friendships mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense like friendships are super important the ones i'm investing time in that don't resemble a quality friendship are probably mm. a mistake Mm. You know, like yeah. I was thinking
1: you could you can be a friend. Like I said, if you if you were like with the neighborhood kids whenever you were younger, like that doesn't mean you're necessarily close with them. That's just the neighborhood kids. That's who you play with, who you hang out with. group. Yeah. Like you can't you can't really go to the next neighborhood, you know. So but you had to be a friend to those people, you know, it's like you may Maybe. not be super close, but, you know, if one of them got hurt, you know. It was up to the kids in the neighborhood to be like, okay, go get an adult, or you know, yeah. let's comfort this kid that you know needs us right now. And I think as as an adult, you got to be that way too. Like,
0: you can be a stranger and you can be a friend to him, dude. Nowadays, we'd be like, this kid's a hero. Look what he did. He went and gotten the parents and got the and they showed up and <laughs> helped this kid out with a broke arm. And back then, it would have been like. What was expected? Like somebody <laughs> yeah. go get the parents. Why I'm didn't like, you come get me sooner? <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you? You couldn't get somebody's bike. You couldn't. You couldn't jog over here. You had to yeah. walk back home. This kid's got a broke arm. That's what happens when you do stupid stuff, kids. <laughs> Dude. Um. Oh man. Is there anything that could be done? culturally to stress the importance of those interpersonal friendships like keeping them going and what it means the value of being good at that the value of being a good close concerned empathetic friend Mm -hmm. is there anything culturally that could be done to to make that more appealing to people because i I feel like that's not appealing even the self-help and all that i think now is just go out and get yours Mm mm-hmm you know, just go out and get yours and become more desirable, mm. not more beneficial, yeah
1: now one thing that I've heard um, that some churches have are like small groups, you know sometimes it's couples, sometimes it's you know young people, sometimes it's old mm. people or you know just women, just men uh Those things I think would be very beneficial, you know, especially in the church setting, because it's not just let's get together for a class you yeah. know let's it's like let's go out and be friends you know we may just be going to church together but these are the people you should be friends with you know those in the church it's like you got to be intentional with it yeah yeah mm. and i think like you said having organizations or some some sort of organization uh mm. between people and communities to actually uh promote friendship or that type of empathy and and care and concern for your friend, your neighbor, your community.
0: I think that's what it it comes down to. Dude, I swear I think Facebook has destroyed friendship. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Facebook's evil. It's destroyed (laughs) friendship. I don't know. Not Facebook alone. <laughs> but I just, I think about that. When you said that, right when you said that, by like on the tail end of it, I was thinking about like a buddy of mine, David Murdoch, mm-hmm. that he and I ran around for like two years solid, just like two or three years, like through high school, like middle school into high school, just best buds, stayed mm-hmm. at his house, you know, and and he stayed at my place. And, uh, you know, we were just super close friends. And he went off, moved back to New Jersey. I stayed here and... and we met up on facebook again he invi- he asked to be my friend requested friendship on facebook and we've messengered like three or four times in nearly 20 years mm-hmm. you know but had i not had facebook had i wanted to keep a, a friendship with this person it would have had to been been way more personal mm-hmm. it would have had to been intentional like hey here's my address when you move send me a letter let me know your phone number and yeah. then we'll call we'll mail back and forth send physical pictures you know what i'm saying like of stuff you got going on mm. you may even plan hey i'm going to this place on a vacation i asked my parents if we could stop by here or even when you got older you know and you drive driving yourself it's like hey man i'm cruising mm. through so-and-so on my way to dc i want to stop by jersey or whatever yeah. however that works i'm not sure i could have been way <laughs> off on the geography it's like you're gonna stop by new jersey on your way to dc idiot you know like <laughs> maybe that's wrong uh but you would ha- I feel like you'd have to be way more intentional and purposeful, and I mm-hmm. think it would have mattered more. Because yeah. it definitely creates more memories as a human, more yeah. attachment to it. Man, we, I, we drove out and went up and saw so-and-so, and then like, dude, we FaceTimed. a FaceTime a buddy I hadn't seen in 20 years. It's cool. and there's, yeah. It is cool, but it also makes it trite, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It trivializes it. And I wonder if that has diminished the value of a friendship.
1: Yeah, I feel like people don't don't get together, you know, in person as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look back at even old TV shows, it was like friends were coming over every night, you know, to somebody's house or having dinner mm-hmm. or, you know, going to the picnic or whatever, and uh, it seems like, you know, over the years, that's just been, been lost for some reason.
0: Dude, did you ever see the show Parenthood?
1: Yeah, I think so. Sounds familiar. <laughs>
0: Had the had the guy who used to be in coach. He was the coach for the of that old show. Coach, yeah. He's the granddad of this whole family, and it's Mm -hmm. like all of his kids are in different stages of life, and they've got kids, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's they get together during the show like repeatedly almost in every episode and have a family dinner Mm. in the backyard. I don't know if it's like Sundays after church or Saturdays, whatever it is, there's always like a family dinner Mm -hmm. every single episode almost. Mm. It feels like, and I feel like that concept is so foreign to so many people, Yeah, you know, and that's friends are even further removed than that. Like your family, Mm. obviously you're going to, you're going to have those kind of things. If mom and dad call and say, Hey, we're getting together for dinner. Everybody shows up. Yeah. But friends are different. It's like you have to even be more intentional with friends, and I feel like mm-hmm. the family thing is like hard for some people to believe. Yeah,
1: and to your point about Facebook, you know, it somebody posts a status on Facebook, and it's like, if you read that, you kind of feel like, oh, I communicated with them today. I liked it. Yeah, you you put you it know, it's like, up. oh, I don't have to. I don't have to give them a call. I don't have to check in on them. Uh, I have seen what they posted on Facebook, so we're good.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's a mental game. <laughs> and dude, what made me think of that is I was online with a buddy of mine. This is where this all kind of started. I was online with a buddy of mine, and the past couple times he got online in our party or whatever, I'll be like, "Hey man, how you doing?" He's like, "What's up?" Oh, nothing, just chilling. And so this last time I talked to him, he was like, "Hey man, what's going on?" And I said, "Hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure, are you okay? What's up? Or is is everything all right?" Like. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What do you mean? Everything?" I said, "Yeah, you're good today, but like the past couple times you've seemed like you've been kind of down or distracted." Mm. And in the moment, he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm good. It's fine. Everything's good." And then later on, he like called me up and was like, "Hey, I want to let you know, I appreciate you always want to check in with me." Mm. This is actually what I was going through and what I'm yeah. going through. And we had like a meaningful conversation mm-hmm. when he was ready to talk about it. Right. But it would never would have happened had I not been listening to the emotional cues of my friend Mm -hmm. you know and letting him know that there's an open door for him to talk yeah Mm -hmm. exactly yeah and i don't i don't know Mm -hmm. that that's being stressed significantly anywhere Mm -hmm. at any degree of education and any degree of social media and influencers nobody's talking about hey man like you need to be empathetic with people and you need to you sit down and, and make yourself available and that's mm-hmm. super significant and super important maybe there are some influencers who are doing it I mean Jordan Peterson talks a little bit about assume you're not the smartest person in the room and uh, listen first you know mm-hmm. but I, I still don't think that the focus is more often on making yourself valuable to other people mm-hmm. and available
1: Yeah. now there's a big promotion for seeking help talking to a counselor, talking to a you know, pr- doctor about it, and it's like... Because
0: nobody's got friends. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> so
0: people found this freaking <laughs> hole and said, I'm going to get paid 100 bucks an hour to yeah. pretend I'm your friend. There's something <laughs> like, oh my gosh. we saw solved the whole problem. Cracked the code. <laughs> We've cracked the code. We know the secret <laughs> to the whole psychology industry. Get yourself some quality friends, and you can quit your counseling. That, nope, I did not say... <laughs> So or just send
1: us a hundred dollars,
0: and we'll <laughs> gladly talk to you. <laughs> okay. Look, we are we are desperate for some friends, and we'd love to be your friend <laughs> for a small fee of a super thanks on this video. You got
1: a friend in me.
0: I don't have an OnlyFans, so I'm, I'm not going to be your friend there. <laughs> only friends, only friends. Yes, yes. Farmers only. You don't trademark. You don't have to be lonely at farmers. <laughs> only only friends we're making a website be a part of it also while we're at it be our friend and like and comment and and share on this video (laughs) and make sure you're subscribed send it to your friends send it to your friends and if you don't have any friends well to your enemies (laughs) watch this video again (laughs) and send it to your enemies no but seriously i believe that we're called to be good friends as christians as believers and when Jesus, you know, kind of says that that's the greatest love is that you give your life, lay down your life for your friend. I think it's not just dying on a cross for somebody. I think it's also that you you set aside all, everything that's important to you, and you you care about them, and you give of yourself, your time, your effort, making yourself valuable to somebody else. I think that's significant. <laughs> If you like this clip from the Not Gospel Studios YouTube channel, don't forget to share. Click on one of the other links and videos. You can find them here and here and subscribe. I think it's down here. Tell your friends about us. Tell them that it's healthy, that it's vegan, and all of those things. Keep being awesome because that's how God made you.